Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. I'm on location in a very special place. I'm, I'm back in the other Lone Star State. Um, I'm back in Texas on location with uh, a dear brother in our Messiah Jesus. He's a board member of our ministry Watch Therefore, and he's a co-founder of with me of our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers. And I'm here in his home what a blessing to be with you, John McTurnan. Well, thank you, Pastor Dove, yeah. Brother Dove, and I'm so glad you're here with your wife. Yeah. We, we had a wonderful time yesterday, all, all of us together. That's right. It's been such a special visit, and now you're on our program. Watch Therefore, yeah. after all this time. I, I won't even get into it, why I couldn't be on the show. You remember the fiasco at the airport? Yeah, you were going to come to Israel right. and do some programming before, and it didn't work out. No, at the airport, there was a big mess up, and the flight was... They canceled, and there was almost fistfights. Right. I had to actually literally break up a fight, and you were on the other end of the phone. Listening to it all. You were listening but to it all. Hallelujah, we're together now. Yeah? Yes. And yes. let's have a brief word of prayer as we go into the special program. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, Holy Father, we ask for your blessing upon this program and on all who are watching today. We thank you, Father. May this program remind us that we need to watch therefore and be ready for our soon-coming Savior, <clears throat> Jesus the Lord. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. so we want to talk about our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, that you and I co-founded. They, uh, the, uh, the people who watch the program see your picture all the time at the break of the program, like they're going to today, right? But here you are in living color. And so I'd like to set it up a little bit uh, that, that my little Jewish mother lived in Israel. She passed away. She graduated to heaven since then. But anyhow, um, I would go over and spend time with her. It was like I had a second home at that time. Uh, in Israel, and, and so I met all these incredible Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus. And they began sharing with me uh, in, in important passages of Scripture, like Romans 15, 26, and 27. And John, you remember, and you'll be sharing more in just a moment, about how there these big ministries were giving to Israeli organizations, but they weren't believing organizations. Right. And we thank the, the precious people for what they gave and some of the good work that those organizations do. But then we learned this from the believers in the land. Romans 15, 26, and 27, as Paul is talking about uh, the churches and the nations. Here he says, For it pleased those from Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister to them 
in material things. And then, John, um, I begin introducing to you the idea and the concept of I'm meeting these incredible Israeli believers in the land. And that's kind of where you come in. So uh, with, uh, why don't you go ahead and share with our viewers some of your experiences? Well, what happened was you were inviting me to come to Israel. Right. In fact, you pestered me on it. Why not? And I was saying, I don't want to go on any more tours. I don't like tours. I mean, I went once, and it was nice, and I was blessed, but... Once was fine for me. Mm -hmm. And you're saying, no, I want you to meet the Israeli believers. And it was, I wasn't sinking in. So after about, I don't know, six to eight time, I said, Israeli believers? And you said, yeah, there's Israeli believers there. It never dawned on me. Never. Now, now, how many books have you written on Bible prophecy? And how many decades have you been teaching Bible prophecy? Oh, well, two, two primary books that I've written on it. Uh, and of course, Israel was involved in it. It was sort of the heart of the books. Mm -hmm. And then I've taught prophecy since I've come to Christ in 74. Prophecy was sort of the, my heart. In right. That. So a long time I've been teaching Bible prophecy. But here's the thing, Pastor Dove. If I wanted to find Israeli believers, how would I? Yeah. How would I? Yeah. They're just, they're, you know, there's a need to raise awareness that we're there, right? So I went with you and we had a wonderful time at your mother. Yeah. And a little funny story. We walk in. She ignored me. She looked at you. She goes, you lost weight. You don't look good. Sit down and eat. It's a nice Jewish mother, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, Isn't that true. true? Yeah, yeah. And after about 10 minutes with you, then she, okay, who's your friend? <laughs> but you're her, you're her boy. And yeah. you don't look, you've lost weight, she said. Right. Now you sit down and eat. Right. But we met the Israeli believers, mm -hmm. and I had a wonderful time. I mean, wonderful time with the Israeli believers. And to make a long story short, because we're limited on time, I was with you and Brother Steve. Mm -hmm. We were up on the Galilee Experience, which is a, a, a Christian bookstore on the Sea of Galilee. Mm -hmm. And there were some uh, tourists there, from obviously from the United States. And we both came together to check out. And they, I, I just struck up a conversation and said, what was the highlight of your tour so far? Mm -hmm. And they said, meeting with this rabbi in Jerusalem, and he taught them for like a couple hours, I remember. I th and in fact, they said the morning. We could have stayed there all day. He was so great. And we, the temple and all this, it, we were so blessed that we took a big collection for him. Now that, that, they just spontaneously said that. Mm -hmm. Now, you were here. And Brother Steve was here, mm -hmm. and he is depending upon the, like, support. Mm -hmm. And in fact, the rabbi they mentioned had a special thing for the Messianic believers. He wanted to get them all out of Israel. Mm -hmm. And Brother Steve couldn't leave the country. Right. Couldn't come back. Because of problems with this kind of thing, right? Right, right. So they left, and we all got together. And in fact, me and you spoke quite a bit about it. Wait, there's something wrong. The tourists, the believing tourists from the United States, they were fine. They didn't know anything. They didn't know any different. They, they didn't know who this rabbi was, mm -hmm. but he was teaching them certain things, and they were greatly blessed. But standing across for them was a brother in Christ who this rabbi wanted to get out of the country. Because he believes in Jesus. Right, he believes in Jesus. Right. So we that's put the seed in our minds. We somehow have to be able to make the the. Brethren aware, yeah. and not only in the United States, but everywhere, right. that we have this viable church, congregational church here in Israel, and they need our help. Yeah. And we're giving all of this money, to, in some cases, to 
individuals or groups that want to hurt the believers. Yeah. Now, they don't know that, so right. we're not holding anything against them. No, we're thankful for the heart yeah. of yeah. all the Christians right. in, the, in the world who love Israel and pray for Israel. Sure, certainly. So that put the seed in our mind. It was about four years later, and I know there's a disagreement between me and you on this, but I got a call, it was two or three in the morning, and you were in Israel. Yeah? And the Who Lord, was that that called you at that late hour? No, it wasn't me. Yes, because I remember, and I looked at the phone, and I was, no. and, oh, and so I answered it. No, here's the it was in the morning when I called, the sun was shining, it was no, in the morning. No, it wasn't. But however, with the time right. we have, we better get to the right. point. So we'll, we'll save the fight for after this fight. <laughs> but you called me, and you said, you know, like the Lord spoke to you and showed you this, and it's time to start. Israeli believers. That was like four years later. We figured that out, right? right Wasn't right, it four right. years later? Yeah. So this sat with us for four years later. And then on the phone, we were talking about what are we going to call it? And I said, blessing Israeli believers. Yeah. And you right. said, yeah, I like that. Yeah, That's that strong. I remember. Really but I like that. Mm -hmm. And then we, 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 the scriptures you read from Romans 15, that's the ones that we decided we were going to base it on. That's right. And what I like, folks, we call this a end time apostolic ministry. Pro it's a Pro prophetic, prophetic too. I love prophetic. Yeah. Uh, apostolic ministry. Not that we're apostles, right. but we're literally kind of following in the feet of the Apostle Paul in the first century. That's right. And from the time uh, Israel was destroyed in 70 AD, really to recent times, you couldn't fulfill that ministry anymore. You know what, John? This is something that introduces what we need to talk about right after the break, because this is going to take a little bit to unpack, and it's a perfect introduction as we end this segment. Yeah? But literally, what we're going to be talking about, you don't want to go anywhere, because this apostolic, prophetic, end times ministry that we're involved in right now, literally is what we're calling it. Right. And we're going to right. we're going to show you from the scriptures why we would say that. It's it's a real you know these are terms that can be kind of abused a little bit these days. Apostolic, prophetic, end times. But these are bullseye reasons for calling it this. If right. We believe based on prophecy that it is the end time. Yeah. This yeah. is perfect. So, yeah. so when we come back, we're going to unpack that a little bit, right? Okay. And so, John, once again, I'm just so glad that you're with us on the program. And, and um, your picture's been there uh, from our website as, as we talk about it, like they're going to see in just a moment, as we talk about the ministry regularly, because raising awareness for the Israeli believers and Messiah Jesus is so important, right? Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, um, we're going to do that when we get back. And also, there's another passage that later became foundational. Yeah, from Romans 9. Yeah, yeah, it's a very powerful passage, and it's for this time, like no other time. Yeah, and now's the time, Brother Doe. Yeah. We, time will go on, and it'll all, this will all end. Now's the time that we can really be a part of fulfilling God's prophetic Hallelujah. Word. Hallelujah. We'll be right back. Watch Therefore. Be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, 
We have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. Just a quick update, when John and I were recording this program in the Houston, Texas area, Hamas was firing rockets into Israel and Israel was fighting back in Gaza. And then it was time for my wife and I to return to our home here in the Galilee and our flight was canceled. Um, all the Western carriers were canceling flights and we prayed and thankfully the Lord rerouted us onto El Al Airlines and it was like something out of a movie, folks. As we were getting ready to land, a ceasefire had been announced and uh, all the way up to the ceasefire, Hamas was firing rockets and officially there was a report that Ben Gurion Airport was closed. Sure enough, as we were getting ready to land, we went into a holding pattern over the Mediterranean. Then they flew us down into the desert at an airport in Israel in the desert and a little bit of time went by, they refueled the plane and thankfully flew us back up to Ben Gurion Airport where we were released and uh, able to come home. What do these things tell us? These things tell us more than ever how important this television program is because it's so important that we watch therefore in the, in the midst of these things. Jerusalem is becoming more and more the focus of these skirmishes, of this fighting that's just going to lead these incredibly large biblical wars. Reminds us to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us in the clouds any moment. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to this episode of Watch Therefore. We've got a, our co-founder of our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan with us today. And actually, I'm in his home, and we've had, been having a delightful time here. I'm visiting in Texas right now. And, uh, uh, and, and, and so, 
we began to unpack and explain and introduce the reasons for our ministry from the scriptures, blessing Israeli believers. And we, we spoke of Romans 15, 26, and 27, where Paul wrote about churches in the nations and their responsibility to minister to the physical needs of the poor saints in Jerusalem. And we're doing that with blessing Israeli believers, not only exactly. Jerusalem, but all over the country and beyond that, partnering with those Israeli believers who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, Holocaust survivors, and other poor and needy in the name of Messiah, yes. Yeshua. It's yes. so important. Now, John, you began at the end of the first segment of the program to talk about uh, how this ministry was apostolic um, through the Apostle Paul, but then it went out of existence and it's back. Right, Could you right, share right. a little bit more about that? Well, yeah, I mean, in 70 AD, uh, the Romans destroyed Jerusalem, and the Jews were at that point scattered, mm -hmm. and the believers kind of were scattered too. All, there, there was no centralization anymore, so the nation stopped. And then we went century after century, but the prophetic word was always there. Hallelujah. The prophetic word never changed. Hallelujah. And sure enough, I'm, we don't have time to go into all the scriptures, but Jerusalem is inhabited again in a place, That's even right. in Jerusalem. Yes. Zechariah 12.6. Yeah. So it's the, the Jews are back. Now look at this. Not only are they back, where's the capital? Of course, it's Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Yeah. What language do they speak? Well, they ain't speaking English. And they do speak English, but the official language is Hebrew. <laughs> Hebrew. Hebrew is widely spoken. Now, Hebrew went out of existence as a language. It was only used for ceremonies. That's right. ceremonies. But the late 1800s, yeah, around 1880 and then there, we came back. That's right. Ben Yehuda. That's right. He, he put it together. Yeah. Jerusalem is a, the Hebrew-speaking capital of the Jewish people. Again. Yeah. And now, yesterday, we were at the restaurant, and you were talking to the waiter. You reached in your pocket. You pulled out your wallet. What did you show him? Shekels. Shekels. That's right. That's right. Shekels. I did that to show him how important right. these times right. are. So it's all back. It's all back. Right. Just like it was at the time of the Lord. So the ministry of blessing Israeli believers could not be in existence really until after World War II, but then the the believers seemed to gel. I don't know exactly when your mother went in the 90s. She went in the, in the 80s actually, 80s. And, and, and so, you know, in, in the late 40s when Jerusalem, I mean, when Israel became a, a nation again in terms of the covenant name being restored, there were believers in there trickling in as well. Yeah. And and certainly congregations began to be planted. When my mom was there in the in the mid eighties, there was about fifteen hundred believers there. Okay. But yeah. so that that apostolic ministry of Paul is back now, right. isn't it? Right. So we can kind of follow in the footsteps of Paul. I don't I I can't in my mind now we're gonna say nineteen hundred and 30 years ago, whatever it comes out to be, right. we can follow in his footsteps. That's right. It's very exciting. And we know what I like. We, you work with a ministry in Jerusalem, the King of Kings Church. Yeah, with uh, Oded Shoshani, the, the uh, Melech HaMelechim Congregation. Yeah. And where is it located? It's right in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem. Yeah, and he's on the program frequently, John. Yeah, Oded's there you go. on the program frequently. There you go. So it's apostolic. Um, and we were talking about this apostolic prophetic end times ministry. It's apostolic because of the writings of the Apostle Paul and the ministry of the Apostle Paul leaping off the pages into exactly. this generation. Exactly. It's prophetic because what you just said, the Jews are back in the land and they're believing Jewish people right. back in the land. And that right? becomes very important. Yeah. The believing Jews back in the land becomes very important. In That's fact, right. folks, um, if you go to Ezekiel chapter 38 and you look at verses 8 and 16, I believe it's 16, you'll see that it's called the latter day. 
Sure. With, with, with it's taking place in Ezekiel, the great battle, mm -hmm. we call it the Battle of Gog and Magog, mm -hmm. Ezekiel 38. It says the latter day. And here we are. The latter day. So by definition, with the Jews back in the land, this is the latter day. And this is the end times. And, and the real, that really leads us to this passage that I shared with you in my home that the Lord... I remember that vividly. Yeah. We were doing a Blessing Israeli Believers Conference yes. in the Houston area. Yeah. Our, our dear friend Marty Getz was going to be leading worship. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and then this passage, Romans 9, 27 through 29, that has been most widely interpreted down through the centuries as... The Lord has a remnant of Jewish people that have been saved since the time of uh, the resurrection of Messiah Jesus. Yeah, the first believers were, were Jewish people. And down through that time, there's been a remnant according to grace. Romans 11 says that. But this is different. This speaks of an end times remnant that will be saved upon the, the context. The context. Yeah, yeah so upon the return of our Savior Jesus. I'm going to read this. Um, uh, the Apostle Paul in Romans 9 quoting Isaiah. Isaiah also cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of the children of Israel be as the seed of the seed, the remnant will be saved. How we know this is the, the context you're talking about here is the end times. For he, the Lord, will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. That's the return. That's the return. The short work is when he comes, when he returns, the resistance, the enemy and all quickly. Vanquished. We quickly. return with him in glorified bodies having already been raptured. Right. The Lord destroys the Antichrist armies coming to destroy Jerusalem and, and Israel, greater Israel, and the Jewish people receive Messiah Jesus. All of Israel that survives the tribulation is saved. The lead up to it takes time. Yeah. But the actual event of Christ's coming. When he comes, it's, it's over. the day of the Lord. His feet stand that day on the Mount of Olives, yeah. which is before Jerusalem on the east. The events at that time are yeah. Suddenly. So, and now listen to verse 29 that follows. And Isaiah said before, unless the Lord of hosts had left us a seed, we would have become like Sodom and we would have been made like Gomorrah. This is so important. With uh, Lot in Sodom, the Lord took the righteous out so he could pour out the final wrath on Sodom. We're in this window of time, once in the history of humanity, where the Lord has brought the Jewish people back from the nations, right. primarily unbelieving, yes, and then uh, there's great Until sin. Until the fullness of the Gentiles come That's in. Romans 11. And, and there's so much sin in Israel right now. Terrible. Uh, the, the, there's Antichrist spirit uh, across much of the land. And there's uh, the, the abortion, horrible abortion problem there. And then the, the, ele, the uh, celebration of homosexuality. And, and, and so the way the Lord is preserving the land and, and people of Israel in the midst of all this wickedness, He's brought them back then, believing, so he's not surprised by it, right? Right, and there's a principle there. You mentioned Sodom and Gomorrah well, with the God talking to Abraham. If there would have been 50 righteous in Sodom, what would sure. have happened? That's right, the preservation. the preservation. preservation. So this is kind of the, the reverse. The, there was not 50. There was only really Lot and his wife and the two daughters that came out. Right. And so with this is, this the opposite. Is, God's brought him back in to preserve the land. That's right. He took Lot and his family out to, to pour out wrath, but he's done the opposite. He, he's put the Israeli believers, about 30,000 or so, out of 7 million Jewish people, he's put them in to preserve the land and people of Israel in the time of their sin, just before his coming. And here we are, participating with him. And did you ever hear of that? Uh, there's a, a teaching series that was real popular, I think, in the 90s, called um, Experiencing God. It was by Henry Blackaby. And the theme of it was, you find out where God is working and join Him in it. Amen. Yes? Isn't Amen. that exactly what yeah, we're doing? Yeah, like in my ministry, God's working in Pakistan. Right. And that's where He's led me, and I'm very happy working there 
winning the souls to the Lord. But what you just discussed about the seed is very important because in your ministry in Israel, part of it is making the believers aware of it. Yes, that's right. There's an, they, they maybe know it and don't really know it. There's a raising awareness right. of their own identity yeah, yeah. and a raising awareness in the nations for those to participate prayerfully, financially, supporting uh, the Israeli believers. Now, we're running out of time, John. I just want to say thank you so much for being on the program. We need more time. Oh, yeah, we I do. have to have more time. I know. It it's, was too fast. It's a great though. blessing, right? Yeah. And so, um, well, you know, time flies when you're having fun, and this yeah, is real yeah, fun. And yeah. so I want to share the gospel, though. You may be watching today, and you've not yet received Jesus as your Savior and Lord. And I pray that you've heard something uh, of urgency in our voices and about the things we're talking time about. Time is going to run out. Oh, listen. And, 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 and listen, the Lord puts before us life and death. But he really wants us to choose life so much that he sent his only begotten son to live a sinless life on this earth. Why is that so important? We've all sinned. We've all broken God's laws and God's justice, his wrath will be poured out upon that. Yes, because he's holy, pure and good. He cannot just say, uh, I love you, Schwartz, sneak around the back where nobody's looking on judgment day. No, there has to be a payment. There has to be a penalty for breaking his laws. And Jesus the Lord lived a sinless life and he took that penalty for us upon himself. Yes, he took the penalty for our sins upon himself. And he died, he was buried, and hallelujah, on the third day he rose from the grave. And what does he say we have to do to be saved? We have to repent. We have to change our mind about our sin. We have to go through this, this understanding of he's God and I am not. And we have to humble ourselves and believe then as we turn away from our sins, we have to believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and rose again and put our faith in him and him alone to save us. And, and so maybe you're watching today. And you would say, I need to be saved. I need to be saved. Cry out to the Lord now. Cry out to the Lord now and, and, and ask him to forgive you and to save you. Jesus, Lord, save me. I'm a sinner. I want to follow you, Lord. And you do that. You commit to following him and living your new life in him. Not perfect, yes, but following the perfect one, right? And so if you're doing that today, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us, please. Please contact us. We want to send you some uh, free information to help you begin your new life in Christ Jesus. And remember, Psalm 122.6 says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. And for everyone who's watching today, I'd like to have a brief word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless all of our viewers. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for this special program with Brother John today. And um, bless everyone who's watching and raise up those you want to prayerfully and financially participate with blessing Israeli believers. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day. His sword will go forth to take back and restore 